Shavuot we are on Yud Bet, Amud Bet, the top line at the two dots. Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, Mavoy Shlonishtatfubo, a Mavoy, an alleyway in which the residents did not join together with food, as will be described later in the Masachet, if it has a lechi, one who throws from Rosh Hashanah into that mavoi is chayav for throwing from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. If it has a kora, one who throws into it is not liable for throwing from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah. Makifla Rav Sheshet, Rav Sheshet challenged this, that depends on whether they join together with food, so you're saying that if they did make a shitu, if they joined together, then even with a kora, not a lachi, you'd be liable for throwing from Rishus Aravim into the Mavoy. Does the loaf of bread determine whether it is a Rishus Ayachid or Rishus Aravim? Vatanya, what we learned in Abraisa, Chatzirot Sharabim, Umuvaot Shinam Fulashin, a chatzer of multiple people, and an alleyway which is not open on both ends, whether they made an eruv or not, implying also whether they made a shituf or not, one who throws from Rosh into that area is liable. Rather, if it was said, it was said like this. Amrav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, a mavoi which is not fit, for shituf, because it's open on both ends. If you made a lechi at one end, now it has closure, at least to some degree, on three sides. One who throws from Rishisarabim into it is liable. But if it has a kora, not a lechi, then one who throws from Rishisarabim into it is pater. It seems to be that if it has a lechi, it's considered to have three walls, but if it only has a kora, it's not considered to have three walls. Alma kasavar, apparently he holds, lechi mishum machitza, the kora mishum heker, that a lechi forms a machitza, whereas a kora is only a heker, a visual reminder, and it does not form a machitza. Therefore, if the mavoy itself has only two walls, and it's open at both ends, a lechi at one end, forms a machitza and makes it a rishus ayachid doraisa, at least l'chumra, that you cannot throw into it, you still cannot carry in it, but you cannot throw into it from rishus arabim, whereas a kora, which is not a machitza, does not turn it into a rishus ayachid doraisa. V'chein amaraba, likewise Rabba said, lechi mishum machitza v'kora mishum heker, that a lechi is a form of machitza, and a kora is only a form of a heker, of a reminder. The Rava Amar Heker, and Rava disagrees, and he says neither one of them is a machitza, both of them are only a heker. Eitve Rabbi Yaakov Barava, Rava, Rabbi Yaakov Barava, Barava challenged Rava Mavoy, if one throws from Rabim into a Mavoy, Yeshlo Lechi Chayav, if it has a Lechi, he's liable for throwing from Rabim into Rishisayachid. In lo lechi patur. If, he, if it does not have a lechi, he's patur. It sounds like a lechi is a mechitza, and that it forms a third wall, lechomra, that one who throws from Shusaravim into that mavoi is liable. 
Gemara answers, Hachi Kamar. This is what it's saying. If it's a mavoi that only needs a lechi because it has three walls, then one who throws into it from Shisharavim is chayav because it has three walls and it only needs a lechi to permit carrying in it. Lechi v'davar But if it needs a lechi and something else, like a lechi on one end and a tzuras pesach on the other end, in order to be able to carry into it, then Then if one throws from Shisharavim into that mavoi, when it does not have a lechi at one end and a tzuras pesach on the other end, he is potter because that mavoi is not Urshusayachi Doraisa. Eitvei, Gemara Asakasha, Yatero Kain Amar Yehuda, more than this, Rav Yehuda said, as we've explained before, this is the continuation of a Mishnah in Shabbos, and it discusses various structures there, and it says, Yatero Kain Amar Yehuda, more than that, Rav Yehuda said, Mishriyeshel Shnei Batim, Shnei if somebody owns two houses on two sides of Urshusayachi Across the street from each other, he can put a lechi on one end of this space and a lechi on the other end of the space, or a korah on one end of the space and a korah on the other end of the space, and he can carry in the middle, in between his two houses, in what otherwise would be Rishisarabim. Amrulo and Chachamim said to him, Ein Marvin Rishisarabim cannot make an Eruv in Rishisarabim that way. But you see that a space with two walls and a Lechi at one end could be a place which, if you throw into it, you are Chayev. It will be Rishisayachi Doraisa, even if you can't carry there. Our answer is Hatam Kasab Rabbi Yehuda That's not a Kasha. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that Midoraisa, only two walls are required to make a Rishusayachid, but we don't hold that only two walls are required. We hold that three walls are required. Therefore, when we said before that if a Mavoy has a Lechi, it has to mean a Mavoy which is fit for a Lechi because it has three walls, not a Mavoy that has two walls plus a Lechi. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Amarav. Rabbi Yehuda said that Rav said, Mavoy or Kokirachbo, Inon Nitar Lechi Mashu. A mavoi whose length is equal to its width, it's a square, is not permitted to carry in with a lechi of any amount, that is, just a small lechi. Amarav chia barashi, amarav, mavoi barashi said, that Rav said, a mavoi whose length is equal to its width, it's a square, a nonitar bakura tefach, is not permitted to carry in it with just a korah that is a tefach wide. These two statements are not arguing with each other, they are both saying different aspects of the fact that a mavoi cannot be a square. A mavoi has to be longer than it is wide. Amra Bizera, Kama Mechubanim Shmata Dasave. Rabizera said how precise are the statements, the teachings of the elders. Kevan der Kokrochbo, Since its length is equal to its width, it's a chatzer, it's not a mavoi. The chatzer, inaniter, plachivikora, elbapasar ba'a. The chatzer does not become permitted to carry in with just a lechi or a korah, you need a board four tefachim wide. Amr said, "E kashali ha kashali." But if I would have a kasha on this statement, it would be the following: Leheve hai lechi kepas mashu minishtiri. Let this lechi be like a pas, and it should be permitted to carry there. Let it be like a board, and it should be permitted to carry there. 
Gemara says, He forgot that which Rabbi Yochanan said, that Rabbi Asi said, that Rabbi Yochanan said, that the board of a Chatzar has to be for Tvachim. Therefore, a Lechi, which is a Mashahu, which is any amount, cannot serve as a board to permit carrying in this space, which is a square, and therefore is not a Mavoi. Amar of Nachman, of Nachman said, Naktinan, we have a tradition. What is a mavoi which is permitted to carry in with either a lechi or a kora? It has to be longer than it is wide. And it has to have houses and chatzeros open to it. Toso says that it means two houses in two chatzeros each. So there are four houses, two chatzeros. Two houses each, at least four houses. Rashi here says, a house open to each chatzar, implying that one house is enough. However, that is not what Rashi says elsewhere, and it's not what we generally hold. We generally hold that there have to be two chatzaros, and each chatzar has two houses, at a minimum. And what is a chatzar, which is not permitted to carry in with just a lechi or a kora, elevapasar ba'ad requires a board for tvachim wide at the opening, kol shemirubat, if it's square. Where I asked, merubat ina gulalo, only if it's square, not if it's round? Hachi kamar, this is what it means. I orka yeter arochma havili mavoi, if it's longer than it is wide, it is a mavoi. Mavoi v'lechi v'kora sagya. And for a mavoi, a lechi or a kora is sufficient. If you low, and if it's not longer than it is wide, if it's square or round or wider than it is long, then it's a chatzer. How much longer does a mavoi have to be than it is wide in order not to be a chatzer? So Shmuel wanted to say twice the width. The length should be twice the width. Rav said to Rav said, this is what my beloved one, my uncle Rabbi Chia, said, even if it's a little bit longer than it is wide, it's a mavoi. The Gemara continues at the two dots, the bottom of Yudbet and Yudbet. That a student said in the name of Rabbi Shmal in front of Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva Omer al Zeb al Rabbi Kiva said they argued about both. That's also a quote from the Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva Hainu Tanakama. So Rabbi Kiva is saying the same thing as the Tanakama. That Beit Shammai and Beit argue about how to permit carrying in a Mavoy. The Gemara answers, They're arguing about the statement of Rav Achli that if the opening of the Mavoy is less than four Tvachin wide, then it doesn't need anything. The Tema of Yechiel, or some say it was a statement of Rav Yechiel, the Loma Saimi, and it's not concluded, we don't know which one holds like Rav Achli, the Rav Yekiva or the Tanakama, and which one does not hold like Rav Achli. Tanya Amar Rav Yekiva. Brisa taught, Rav Yekiva said, Lo Amar Rishmal Devarzeh. Rav Yishmal never said such a thing. Rashi says that I am confident that Rav Yishmal is very wise, and would never have said that there is no machlokas. The student had quoted Rabbi Shmuel as saying that the machlokas be Shammai and is only if the opening of the mavoi is four almost 
wide or more, but that if it's less than four amos, then Beis Shammai agrees with Beis Hillel that only a lechi or a korah is needed. And Rabbi Kiva says, I'm confident Rabbi Shmuel never said such a thing. Elo totamid amar devarze. Rather, the Talmud said that, the halacha kototamid, and the halacha is like that Talmud. The Mar says, hagufakasha. That's a contradiction. Amra lo amar Rabbi Shmuel devarze. Rabbi Kiva said that Rabbi Shmuel did not say such a thing. Must be that Rabbi Kiva holds that's not the halacha. And then you say that the halacha is like that Talmud. Rabbi Kiva only said it to sharpen the students. We find this expression many times in Shas that somebody said something to sharpen the students. Usually it means that he was testing the students. He wanted the students to ask kashas. Here, most of the Rishonim say that that's not what it means. Here it means Rabbi Kiva wanted to make the students jealous. And he said the halacha is like that student, so that the students would say, oh, the halacha can be like a student, I'm going to work really hard and become a student that the halacha can be like. The Me'iri brings an explanation similar to the usual explanation, but even he has a second explanation, which is like what the other Rishonim say, that it has a different meaning here. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar near Ian Itmar. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said he did not say the halacha is like that student. He said the words of that student seem to be the halacha. Amar Yishoven Levi. Rav Yishoven Levi said, "Kol makom shetamot say mishum Rav Yishmael Amar tamid echad lifnei Rav Kiva ino ela Rav Meir." Wherever you find the expression that a student quoted Rav Yishmael in front of Rav Kiva, that is Rav Meir. Shishimeshet to Rav Yishmael that Rav Kiva. He was a student of Rabbi Shmuel and of Rabbi Akiva. The Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, I'm Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir said, Rabbi, Rabbi Meir was a sofer. He wrote Sifre Torah. And he said that when I was in front of Rabbi Shmuel, I used to put a chemical called Kankantum into the ink. The law of Marli Davar, he never told me a word. He never said not to do that. And when I came before Rabbi Kiva, he prohibited it. The Gemara will explain why. Is that so? Rabbi Yehuda said that Shmuel said in the name of Rabbi Meir, When I was a student of Rabbi Kiva, I used to put Kankantum into the ink, and he didn't say a word. When I came to Rabbi Shmuel, he said, my son, what's your profession? He said, I told him, I'm a scribe. He told me, my son, be careful with your work. Your work is a work of heaven. If you leave out one letter, or you add a letter, you can destroy the world. Rashi says, if you leave out a letter, for example, it says, Vashem Elohim Emet. If you leave out the Aleph of Emet, God forbid, it says, Hashem Elohim Met. God forbid, God died. And if you add a letter, instead of Vaidaber Hashem, you add a letter and you say Vaidabru Hashem, plural, then you're implying there are multiple gods. So you're destroying the world. 
Amartilo, I told him, don't worry about it. I have something called Kankantum that I put into the ink. So he said to me, Are you allowed to put Kankantum into the ink? Regarding the Parsha of Sota, it says it, he will write it and he will erase it. It has to be writing that can be erased. The Kankantum prevents the writing from being erased completely. Rashi says it leaves an impression. That's the end of the Brisa. The Gemara asks, What did he say to him and what did he answer him? This is what Rabbi Meir was saying. Rabbi Shmuel said, You have to be careful with your writing, not to add a letter or to subtract the letter. And Rabbi Meir replied to him, Goes without saying, I won't make a mistake about leaving out letters or adding letters. I'm an expert in the lettering of the Sefer Torah. I'm not even worried that a fly will land on my letters. That it might land on the Dalet and, and erase it, and turn it into a Resh. For example, if the end of the Dalet is erased and the letter turns into a Resh, then God forbid it's heresy. Why? Because I have something called which I put in the ink and it cannot be erased. So the Gemara says the Bryces contradict each other. There's a contradiction in in what order did he study under Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel? Kasha Asra Asra. We have a contradiction in who was it who prohibited him to use Kankantum? Was it Rabbi Shmuel or was it Rabbi Kiva? Our answer is Bishamashimusha The question of who he studied under first is not a Kasha. First he came to Rabbi Kiva. But when he couldn't understand him, because Rabbi Kiva was very sharp and learned in great depth and asked kashas from one Mishnah to another and resolved them. So So he came to Rishmal to learn more material, what we would call Bikiyos, the Gamar Gamara. He learned what he learned. In other words, he learned a lot of information. He learned a lot of Mishnayos. And then he went back to Rabikiva, the Savar Svara, and he learned how to reason from one Mishnah to another. So it's not Akasha. He first studied at Rabikiva, then Rabishmal, then Rabikiva again. Ella Asra Asra Kasha, but there's a contradiction in who prohibited Kankantum. The Gemara says, indeed, Kasha, that is Akasha. Tanya reviewed Omer, who's taught in the Brisa Rabihuda says, Omer Hayar the Rabimir used to say, one may put Kankantum, which prevents it, the ink from being erased, into the ink, except when writing the Parsha of Sota in a Sefer Torah. Rabbi Yaakov Omer and Rabbi Yaakov says, Mishmo in his name, except when writing the Parsha of Sota in the Beis Amigdash. What are they disagreeing about? They're disagreeing about whether you can erase the Parsha of Sota in a Sefer Torah for Sota. That's the difference between them. Let's say you would have a Sefer Torah that's worn out, it's puzzle, it can't be fixed. Could you 
take the Parsha of Sota from the Sefer Torah and erase it for a Sota. Rabbi Yaakov holds you cannot, and therefore only the Parsha of Sota written in the Beis Megdash needs to be erasable, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that you may use the Parsha of Sota from the Sefer Torah, and therefore when you write a Sefer Torah, the Parsha of Sota needs to be erasable. Vahani Tanai, Kihani Tanai, and these Tanaim are like these Tanaim, Titania, we learn in Abraisa, Ein Megillah Takshira Lashkot The Megillah written for one Sota, if it's written and then she confesses, it cannot be used for a different Sota. Rabbi Acha Bar Amar Megillah Takshira Lashkot and Rabbi Achi Bar says that the Megillah written for one Sota may be used for a different Sota. You see that one holds that the Parsha Sota needs to be written for the Sota, therefore a Sefer Torah could not be used. The other one holds that the Parsha Sota does not need to be written for that Sota, and therefore a Sefer Torah could be used. Amar Papa, Rapapa said, Gilmo Lohi, maybe that's not a good comparison. Ad The Tanakama, who says that the Megillah written for one Sota cannot be used for a different Sota, is saying if it was written for one woman, Rachel, hypothetically, it cannot be used for a different woman, Leah. But a Sefer Torah, which is written without having anybody in mind, perhaps we could erase it for a Sota. Amar of Nachman Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Yitzchak said the other way. Maybe that's not a good comparison. Maybe Rabbi Achi Bar Yoshia said that if you wrote it for one Sota, you could use it for a different Sota because it was written for a Sota. Vagabe Torah but a Torah, which is written for learning from, perhaps you could not erase it for a Sota. The Gemara asked, the not hold like the Mishnah which says, does Rabbi Achi Bar Yoshia not hold like the Mishnah that says, that if a person wrote a get for his wife and then changed his mind, turning the page, and he met someone from his own city whose name is the same as his name and his wife's name is the same as his wife's name, that get is puzzled for that second couple. So you see that if it was written for one, it cannot be used for another. More answers, Hachi Hashta, is that comparable? By a get, it says he should write it for her. It has to be written, by Sota, it says it should be done for her. It has to be done for the sake of that woman. What is doing the Parsha of Sota? It is erasing it. It's not writing it. Okay, we will stop there. Again, still half a daf behind, and we will pick up there on Sunday morning.